Chelek Yud, Parshas Lachlacha, the first Sicha. And this Sicha is actually also as a theme for Masachas Rosh Hashanah, and is going to be discussing a machloikis between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva, as it's relevant to Birchas Kainim. So it's going to quote a Gemara Masachas Chulin. After it quotes his Gemara Masachas Chulin, in Siftalat it's going to start discussing a machloikis Rabbi Gamliel and the Rabbanon, uh, which is the seam of Sachas Rosh Hashanah, explain that seam based on the same beer, and the beer is going to be based on Chassidus. So, Sif Aleph, Minakosiv Parshasenu, Varvarcha, Varchacha, Lomid Rabbi Akiv, Mesachas Chulin, Shakashar, Kainim, Varcha, Nasisrol, Varcha, Kadish Borchus, Akainim. So, this week's Parsha, it says that Hashem tells Abram of you, those who bless you, I will, I will bless those who bless you. So, Rabbi Kiva learns that when the Kainim bless the Yidin, Hashem will then bless the Kainim. This is the full Gemar. It says in the Passe, Bishmol says, we learn and we see that the Yidin get a bracha from the Kainim. But the Kainim themselves, we don't know if they, we don't learn that they get a bracha. But when it says at the end of Birchas Kainim, that means that the Yidin blessed, the Kainim blessed the Yidin. And then the Hashem is blessing the Kainim. So when it says, Hashem is telling them, You will place my name on Bnei Yisrael and I will bless them. What does it mean, I will bless them? Who's the them? So Bishmol says, that is the Kainim. So the Kainim will bless the Yidim with the Bracha, and then afterwards, I will bless the Kainim. But Rabbi Kiba says like this, Rabbi Kiba says, we see, we learn, that the Kainim bless the Yidin, but we don't see that Hashem is blessing the Yidin. So we know that the Kainim are blessing, but but the Hashem, which is of course the main thing, we don't see Hashem that is is giving a bracha to the Yidin. So he says when it says in the passage, and I will bless them. Who is talking? Hashem is saying, I will bless the Yidin. So the Kainim bless the Yidin, and then Hashem blesses the Yidin. Bracha The Gemara wants to know, according to Rebekiva, how do we know that the Kainim also get a bracha? So, Amr of Nachman, by Yitzchak, as it says in the Pasuk, Barshas Lachlacha, Mivarvarcha, Mivarchecha, Vamr Sham, Yishmol, Kainim, Sangna Kayani, Pirshrashi, Tomidu, Izru, Makalem. So, the Gemara answers that it says that I will bless those who bless you, meaning is that since the Kainim are blessing you, then they also get a, a bracha. And the Gemara continues that since Yishmael was a Kainim, therefore he was constantly helping them and making it easier for them. So Gemara says, what does it mean he's helping the Kainim? He says, because he learns that the bracha that the Kainim get is in the same place as the bracha for the Yidin. Hainu, Kapirsh Rashi, Eitzel Birchas Yisrael, Dehachi Adifa Damashmas Barchim Him Im Hashar. Meaning is that the, the Kainim get the bracha with the Yidim, which is much better, because this means that they get the bracha with everybody else. Meaning is, according to Rabbi Kiva, the Kainim give a bracha to the Yidim. Then Hashem blesses the Yidim. And then there's another bracha that's given to the Kainim. Masha Inken, according to Rabbi Shmuel, the bracha that when the Kainim 
give a bracha to the Yidin, that same bracha is being given to them with Hashem. Meaning is when the Kayinim give a bracha to, to, to the Yidin, that bracha includes within it also Hashem's bracha. And at that same time, also the Kayinim get their own bracha from Hashem. So that's much better, being, being blessed by Hashem at the same time, than getting a different bracha from Hashem. So, we of course need to understand what this, what this all means. First of all, First of all, we understand what the fundamental machlaikis is. That Rabbi Akiva, he needs a specific bracha telling us that Hashem agrees to the bracha that the, the Kainim are giving to the Eden. So he says that the Kainim give a bracha to the Eden. But how do we know Hashem is being maskim to that bracha? So he gives a pasuk. But Bibi Shmuel doesn't need any pasuk for that. And, and as the Rebbe writes in Ha'ar 6, it's, it seems like Rabbi Shmuel makes a lot more sense. He says, because if Hashem uh, tells the Koinim to bless the Yidin, then obviously he's agreeing with them. Why would Hashem give the Koinim a command and say, bless the Yidin, but he's not masking to that bracha? Of course he's masking to his bracha, and he's going to fulfill whatever the bracha is. But either way, the question is, what is the Svar Samachlaikas? And he says, this is actually the main Machlaikas, meaning is once we have a Machlaikas, do we need a of our to teach us that Hashem is blessing the Kainim, or is Hashem blessing the Yidin? Then that comes to the second Machlaikas that Rabbi Kiva says, that how do I know that Hashem is blessing the Kainim? I have to give another Bracha, another Pasik, which is a Varcha, Varchacha. Base. He says the Rashi's Kavanim when he says that uh, according to Bishmol, the Kainim are being blessed with the Yidin, which we said that's the big Maila, that they're getting blessed with the Yidin. He says, Papashis, what is he saying? That they receive the Bracha together with the Yidin. So he says, only what pasuk do we learn that the Kainim also get blessed? Is it from the same pasuk in the Torah where we learn that the Yidin are getting blessed? Or is it from another pasuk in Parshas Lachlacha? He says, but according to both of their opinions, uh, the Koinim are being blessed from, this that the Koinim are being blessed from Hashem, this is a, a masubov, this is an outcome from this that they're blessing the Yidr. So he says, what's the kavana that they're being blessed with everybody else? That they're being blessed with the Yidin. They're not being blessed with the Yidin. Meaning is they're giving a bracha to the Yidin. And because they're giving a bracha to the Yidin, they themselves will be blessed by Hashem. How do we know that Hashem is also giving them a bracha? So Rishmol has one pasik, and Rabbi Kiva has another pasik. But it's not the same bracha. It's not at the same time, at least. It's not, it's not biyachet, it's not with them. It, it's at a different time. It, it's, it's a masubah, meaning is they, they give one bracha, and then Hashem gives a bracha to the kain. And, and the rabbi points out in R7, this is actually even relevant to Halacha Lamaisa. He says that it says in Halacha that, to, that, that there needs to be a minion. When the, the kainim give a bracha to the Yidin, there needs to be a yidin, uh, needs to be a minion. So what happens if there's nine Yisraelim and one kain? 
So that you have a minion with the coin, because the, could the coin be part of that minion? So the Alter Rebbe and Tzamech explains that yes, it would work, because a coin to be shmol, and that's the halacha. Because the, since the coin is part of the bracha, he's, he's also he's part of the bracha, as Rashi explains that when he gives a bracha to the Eden, he's part of that bracha, Therefore, he could be part of the tent. Masha'inking, according to Bikiva, that he's not part of the bracha. Rather, he gets his own bracha. Those who bless the Yidin will also be blessed. I will also bless. Therefore, he could, according to Bikiva, nine Yidin plus a coin would not work. You need to have ten people being blessed. Um, so we see that this is also relevant to Allah, but it really needs to be understood. What's Pshad over here? That according to uh, Rabbi Shmuel and Bikiva, according to one of them, they're being blessed with everybody else. According to the other one, it's not. What does that mean? Base. He says the difference um, whether we learn the bracha that the koinim receive from avarchem or barachaka or from vani avarchem is explained in chasidus. But b'hek the mehevdal shbein bracha shmevarchem as pliny so first we have to explain the difference between a bracha that you might give to someone or a tefillah that when you're davening for someone. He says, bracha brecha. She says, bracha comes to the idea of a pool, meaning it's like a deep pit, which has a water and wine gathered there. And from there you draw the water or the wine, meaning is that brecha is a source of, is the source of the water and the wine. And from there you draw from that source the wine or the water. Um, another example is a mavrich as a gefen, which is taking, it's, it's talking about grafting, that you're taking the, uh, a vine and you plant it in the ground to make another, uh, another, another tree. So again, the idea is mavrich is that you're bending the vine and you're putting it into the ground. So you see it's drawing, it's bending, it's taking something which is already there and you're making uh, something out of that. So it's drawing down. So Meaning is, the union of a brach is to draw something which is already in the source. So this is only something which is in the Seder Ashtalshalis. Meaning is a bracha helps when there's something already in the source, but for whatever reason, it's unable to come down into our world. It cannot take effect on that person. So the bracha assists that it should be able to get through. Meaning is he's a, this person is already supposed to receive um, that blessing. But for whatever reason, it's not coming down. So all what a bracha does is it draws down that energy that he should receive it. And he says, And he says, he says, when Yosef came with his two sons, Menashe and Ephraim, to get blessed, it says Ephraim was the Bechor, and Ephraim, I'm sorry, Menashe was the Bechor, and Ephraim was the younger brother. So what should have happened is, Yaakov should have put his hand, his right hand, the stronger hand on Menashe's head, because he was the Bechor, and the weaker hand on Ephraim. But instead he switched and he put the right hand on Ephraim and the left hand on Menashe. And when he was asked, and when after Yosef tried to change it, ya- Yaakov tells him, it has to be specifically this way because Ephraim is going to be the greater son. So Papasha, so it doesn't make sense. Why don't you just give the bracha to Menashe that he will be the greater son? And, and from him, his descendants will be greater. Why, that, that, 
once you give him the bracha, just say the older son would be the greater one. And Lamayut, because as we are explaining that a bracha doesn't make anything new, rather it's just drawing down that which is already there. Meaning is Ephraim already had the potential of having that greatness. And therefore what Yaakov's bracha is doing is just allowing that potential to become the pile. But by Benashu, where that potential wasn't um, around, wasn't there, he was not able to create it or draw it down. What's Yaakov telling him that Ephraim is going to be greater? Just give the bracha to Menashe that he'll be the greater, that his children will, his zari, his descendants will be greater than the descendants of Ephraim. Right? So he says the Indian is because the bracha does not, doesn't make anything new. Rather, it's just drawing down something which was ready in the source. Therefore, Yaakov was not able to affect that his, in his bracha that Menashe would be greater than Ephraim because that, was uh, that wasn't in the makar. He says, by tefillah, its Indian is a request from Hashem. And the idea is, let there be a Ratzin, meaning is you're creating a new Ratzin. Meaning is you're able to, besides of course, if something's in the source, a tefillah could draw it down. But even greater than that, is that something which wasn't even in the Makar, you could cause a new energy to come into Seder Hashtashlis. Therefore, Tefillah can help even if there is a Gzair for something bad to happen or something the opposite of good to happen. Hashem can transform it to good because through Tefillah you reach a level which is higher than Seder Hashtashlis and you can draw in an energy into Seder Hashtashlis therefore change it. Amdam Agbalazu he says, this Hadbala, that a bracha could only draw something from its source, that's only by a bracha from a human being. A bracha from Hashem, Hashem has, it is not connected to any type of medidus v'hadbal t'fah. Hashem gives you a bracha, he's not limited to what was already in Seder Shtashlis. Meaning as a human being, we're in his Seder Shtashlis, so the only things we can affect are things which are in, in our realm, within our world. But Hashem, he's of course higher than Seder Shtashlis, so when he gives a bracha, he's above all these limitations. So therefore, he could, of course, his bracha could bring in a new energy. So his bracha has the mail of tefillah. Therefore, Hashem's bracha has the capability to draw and make something new, which was not in the source and the mocker of the misbaracha, the one who's going to be blessed. He says, just like the Birchas HaKadosh Baruch is also how the Brach of the Kainim works. 
Why? How could a human being have the capability to make a new energy in Seder Shalashlas? He says, because the Berchas Kainim is a mitzvah, meaning is that Kainim are doing the Shluchas of Hashem. And therefore, a Shluchas Shal Adam, and, a, or, and also a Shluchas Shal Adam, and the Shluchas of Hashem, is Kamaisai. Therefore, by our bracha, it's really the bracha of the Meshaleach. The bracha that the Kainim gives is really Hashem giving that bracha. Then, of course, it has the capability to... It has the capability to create and draw down new energy. It says by the Birchas Koinim that Hashem will, in the sense, He will forgive you. Uh, he will show you uh, favor. He'll show you favor even though it's not, uh, He'll show you favoritism. So the Mar says, what do you mean? There is no favoritism. Hashem doesn't show favoritism. He, he gives everybody according to what they deserve. The Gemara says, but how can I not show this favor to the Yidim when they're medaktik they're so careful with themselves regarding the mitzvahs, of course I'm going to show them uh, this favoritism. See, so from this is understood that the Birchas Kainim is not like any other brach which just draws down that which is there in the source. Rather, it's something which is above the source. Right? This is the whole idea of the favoritism, meaning as if they deserved it, then of course they should get, then the bracha makes sense. Hashem will give them a bracha, they deserve it, and therefore it will come down into our world. But what is the favoritism meaning? It's meaning is even though they don't deserve it, but since they're medaktim and they have the sigiyah and this, they're working on themselves, they're going above their nature, therefore Hashem says, you know what, I'm also going to go above the nature of Hashem and draw down something new for them. Therefore, they need this favoritism. There's Midas Adin, which is they only should get what they deserve. And Masa Panim is the opposite of the Midas Adin. So Masa Panim is the idea is that the hashpa which is coming is not because we deserve it. It's not coming because of our voida. Rather, it's something which is higher than Hashem's And this is the, is the idea of Birchas Koinim that it draws down a new energy. So in this way, Birchas Koinim is actually similar to Davening. Both of them are able to draw down uh, an energy which is higher than Hashem's Look at R16. And he says, we also see this connection even in Nigla. And it makes also logical sense. He says, Tfila, of course, was Mesach and connected the Karbanas, the Karbanas Tmidim. And Birchas Koinim is also something which was Shaykh to Avoida. It was Avoida that they did in the base of Migdash. So therefore, we see uh, that it makes sense that they would both have this connection of being connected to Avaida, um, and therefore they have this connection of being higher than Ishtashlis. So therefore it's understood also the Maila, if the Brach of the Kainim is said through Ani Varchem, or from the other Pasuk. He says, When it says, uh, That means Hashem is going to bless. And this is the essence of Hashem. 
So it's coming from Hashem himself, which is higher than Ishtashlis. But when it says, I will bless those who bless you, it doesn't have the word Ani. So this is, means it's how the Hashem's energy is already enclosed within Ishtashlis. Zehapirish this is pshat, what we said, that Rabbi Shmuel learns the bracha of the koinim from the same place where the Yidin have the bracha. Meaning is that since the koinim, we learn the bracha because it says Aniya Varchim that Hashem was going to bless them, meaning Atzmusa Musis Barch. But Aniya Varchim, the Atzmusa Musis Barch, which is blessing the Kainim, of course, that is the same Darga, that's the same place, uh, the same level that the Yidin are getting the bracha from. Because as we just explained in Siv Beis, that the source of Birchus Kainim is higher than Ishtashal, and therefore it's able to draw in a new energy. This bracha is a lower level. It comes from the level of bracha, which is in Ishtashlis. He says, this bracha tells us, I will bless you. So it's also a bracha that Hashem is giving. So how can it be that according to Bikiva, who learns the bracha of the Kainim from this Pasuk, he holds that the bracha is only from Hishtanshlis. He says, I, one Pasuk says it clear, the other Pasuk says it's not, it, doesn't say this clearly, but what's the difference? We know that I will bless those who bless you is referring to, of course, to Hashem. So what's the difference if it says Ani, or it just has an extra Aleph, which means I? Both of them are referring to Hashem. So, Therefore, we need to say that the Hachacha is from somewhere else, but there's additional Hachacha, and this Hachacha makes us make the differentiation in the Pesuk. Meaning is, if we only had these two Pesukim, we wouldn't be able to say like, oh, that's level of Hashem, how he's You wouldn't be able to say that just based on the Pesukim, because they're both are talking about Hashem. Rather, the Peshad is, we have already know from somewhere else, there's, this is the difference between the opinion of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel. And once we already know that this is the difference, then this difference is expressed also in the Pesukim that they bring. Meaning is that this, that, in one passage it says Beferish, the other one, this idea is more hidden, that, that's an expression of what their opinions are. So, Lahavan So now we're going to discuss the Siyam of Sechus Rosh Hashanah. It says in the Gemara in the Mishnah, it says, It says in the Mishnah, It says that Shliach Tziba is able to be Moitzi the Rabbim Yidei Chavasan, which is uh, the Tefillah of Musav of Rosh Hashanah. So, Amr Rabbi Shemin, Chasidah, Paiter, having a Mliyah, Lafilu Amsha Basadis. Uloi Miboy, Haini Dekai Mihacha. So, Rabbi Shemin, Chasidah says that Rabbi Mliyah would Pater even the Amsha Basadis. And it's not even a boy. I don't even need to say, it's not even a question that, of course, those who are here, meaning is, they're in the city, but they're not within Shul, because if they're in Shul, of course they're going to be Yitzhi, they're listening to the Chazim. I'm saying, even though they're not within the Shul, 
But they're in the city, of course they'd be included, because they're not even as far away as the people in the fields. So the more Machos, the more asks, The ones who were in the field, it's an onus, they weren't able to come in. But the ones who are, who are, uh, who are in the city, they just didn't come to shul, they were not an onus, therefore they should not be included. Or maybe right. So they bring a proof that uh, that this idea is true. That me- meaning is that this is a reason is a reasoning why they should be included. Because if they're in the city but they just don't bother coming, that would be a reason why they shouldn't be included. Meaning is it's much worse. And the proof is because. It was taught that the people that people who are behind the kainim, meaning the kainim, are going to give the bracha, and they don't come in front of the kainim; they stay behind them. They're not part of the bracha. He says, even though the anshvasadis are part of the bracha, he says those who are able to come in front of the kainim, and the kainim will turn to them and bless them, but they don't bother coming; they don't come; they're not part of the bracha. So that's much worse. But rather, he says, Rabbi Gamliel would not pater, would only pater the Am Shabbosadis, because they were an Ainus, Bimalacha, Mash Inkin, those who were in the city. And just to point out, the Rebbe mentioned that at the beginning of this Sif, Rabbi Gamliel Omer Shlich Tziva Moitzis Ramadi Chivasan, and he adds in parentheses, I'm not 100% sure why that bracket was brought in. The Rebbe Gamliel actually says his vort um, regarding the entire year. All Tfilis and the Chamum argue, uh, disagree with him regarding the, the entire year. And the Gemara finishes off, though, but Bergeyat to Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, they are agreeing to Rebbe Gamliel. So it's possible the reason why the Rebbe is putting in parentheses, but Tfilis Musa Rosh Hashanah, that's not the opinion of Rebbe Gamliel. That's actually the opinion of the Chaman, that they disagree with him, but they agree, and they're Maida regarding Rosh Hashanah, most of the Rosh Hashanah. And just, obviously, that's shot in the Hemshech of the Sith, because they're talking about people working in the fields. You know, if it was Rosh Hashanah, obviously they would not be working in the fields. Right? So... The, you know, so obviously it's talking about just the rest of the year, and, and the Gemara is talking about what Rebbe opinion is regarding a regular davening. Why it says over here, that's again, maybe the Rebbe wants to just bring a, a situation where it's, uh, where it's Lakula Yam, he doesn't want to bring the Sikha, but it's only based on Rebbe Gamliel, who the Lach is not like him, so it brings down which is Lakula Yam, uh, I'm not sure. Anyways, to go weiter. He says, um, according to what we just said, that now we can understand better the Rai of the Gemara. Because the Gemara is trying to prove that a Shlich Tzibur, when he davens, his Tefillah also fulfills the obligation of the people who are in the field. And it works for them. And that tefillah will be fulfilled, and they'll get the, the hashbab that comes from this davening, and he wants to prove it, and the proof, and 
but only for those people who are in Aynas. But if it was on purpose that they didn't come, then it wouldn't work. And what's his proof? He proves it from Birchas Kayanim. So the Chayyim are two different things. One's a bracha, one's tefillah. So it's two different ideas. But according to what we're saying, it fits a lot better because the Be'atzim, they're the Zalbazach. Birchas Kayanim and tefillah are the same thing in their Teichem. Right? Davening is making a Ratzan Chadesh, Birchas Kainim is a Masa Panamidin, meaning it's showing a certain favoritism, which is a Hashpah, which comes from higher than Ishtashlis. Therefore, the Rai can be brought from Birchas Kainim and Tfila because uh, they both, in a sense, work the same way. But in, in, in the sense that they both have the same Toichim, that they're drawing down the same energy. I shouldn't say they, they work the same way, because the bracha actually we're going to discuss in the sicha works differently than davening, but what's being drawn down is both higher than ishtashas. But Ad Rabbi says, He says, on the contrary, says, according to what we explained, generally speaking, you should not bring a proof from how a bracha works to how davening works, because they're not similar. A regular bracha to tefillah is not the same. He said, a bracha works is, it's hamshacha from something which is ready in the stores. And that works, it's the main thing is, is the maila of, of the one who's receiving the bracha and if he's deserving of it. He says, especially, he says, when the reasoning why the individual is not getting this hashpah, even though he's, it's there for him, he's supposed to get it, but he's not getting it. Why wouldn't he be getting it? Because for whatever reason, he's have something wrong, there's something which is lacking. Um, therefore, what does the bracha do? So in order for this bracha to take effect, the individual needs to remove this mania, this thing that's holding him back. So it's very much understood that a bracha, the main thing is that, is not receiving the bracha, but really that you change your hanhaga, that you'll be ra, you'll be a kli for this bracha. He says, by davening, we're making something new. We're making a new ratzen. It's higher than ishtashlis. Therefore, uh, it's totally in the one who's actually davening. The one who's doing the tefillah. And it doesn't make that much of a difference where the person who's receiving the tefillah uh, or the one who he's davening for is. Therefore, since it's possible that even if the individual who we're davening for doesn't do any type of preparations to receive this tefillah, he would still be able to get the hashpah that's coming from it. So if it's mitzada bracha, that means there's something, it's something which you're right to, but you're not getting it because you're not a kli for it. So the bracha is, in a sense, assisting it. But the main thing would be, if you're still not a kli, what's a bracha going to help? You can't get it because you're lacking something. So you need to fix up that thing which you're lacking. But by davening, it's nothing to do with, it's nothing to do with you. You don't deserve it. It's, it's, not, not, it's not even connected to you. What we're doing is we're creating a new ratzen. So who's creating that new ratzen? The, one who's, the actual one who's davening. So regardless if the person who's going to be receiving the shpah is ready for it or not, the chayra, it wouldn't make that much of a difference 
because it's not because he was at one point ready and now he's not. He was never ready and there's nothing really he can do to make himself ready because it's not really something which is essentially connected to him. It's something which was new being created. So if you're creating something new, you could recreate something new which could be connected to him. So I'll he says, therefore, a regular bracha wouldn't be a proof for a davening. Meaning is, if we brought a proof, is that look, by a regular bracha, if you turn your back to the one who's giving you a bracha, so you're showing you don't want it, then it doesn't work. He says, that makes sense. Because since you're shown that you don't want it, then it's not able to help you. As it says in the Pasuk, you, you didn't desire the bracha, therefore distance yourself from it. Because it's very relevant, the matzav of the one who's getting the bracha. He needs to be a kli. So he's turning away. That means he's not a kli for this bracha. By davening, it's not doesn't matter that much the, the matzav of where the individual is. Therefore, even if the makabal doesn't desire it, nonetheless, it's possible that the tefillah of the shliach tzibur would be able to affect its pu'ula. So therefore, do I show by, by a bracha at Am Shavasadis uh, would be included, but the people who are oinus would not be included, that doesn't really prove anything. Because maybe it's dafka those, by a bracha, the, the, the people in the city that didn't bother coming won't be included. But by tefillah, maybe even the people who are in the city will be included. And Adrava, they're closer to the, the one who's davening. So maybe they'd even be, you know, davens for his, 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 his city. So maybe the people that are in the city would actually have a mila. They're closer to where they're davening. And the people who aren't even in the city, um, they, they possibly either be the same or even, as the more initially thought, would be even worse off. But now that we explained that Pirchas Kainim is equal to Tvila, that they both are the idea of Amshach, which is higher than Ishtalshlus, then the proof makes a lot of sense. He says, by both Tefillah and Birchus Kainim, it's a level which is higher than Ishtashlus. And we explain there's no Nafkimina what the Ratzin and the level of the Mizbarach is. Because we don't care. It's something which is higher than Ishtashlus. It's not really relevant, the details of what's going on in our world. Meaning, when things are Ishtashlus, you need to be kli, you need everything needs to fit. But when we're drawing in a level which is higher than Ishtashlus, it's just Bligvol. It's a level which is above any types of limitations, therefore, it can come into any level. He says, but once we see that by Birchus Kainim, which is the same as Tfila, that there needs to be some type of achana, meaning is the achana is not that your, your, your preparation makes you deserving and it's going to draw down this energy. Because your achana does not make you deserving. Rather, all it's doing is, is allowing you to be a kli um, to receive whatever's coming down. Meaning is, even tefillah, even birchas kainam needs a kli. 
by a regular bracha, you need to have two things. A, it needs to be something which is essentially relevant to you, something which is shaykh to you, and B, you need to be a clean in order to receive it in this world. By tefillah, it doesn't need to be something which is essentially relevant and connected to you. There could be a ratzen chadash, but nonetheless, even though there need, this ratzen chadash has to be able to, to, to fall into some type of kli, something that uh, yeah, you can hold it with. I can, you know, if I give you millions of dollars, but you have no way to receive that money, you don't have a bank account to have, and you don't have a, you don't have hands to, if it was money you don't have any hands to take it you you can't receive it. So what are the achanas? So by tefillah the achan is of course the davening itself. In the birchas kainim it's the brach of the kainim and their preparations which is washing their hands and similar things that they do and even also by the yidin they're medaktiv maltzman so they become more deserving of it and also. Um, well, medakin doesn't mean, again mean that they're deserving it. The whole point is not. Rather, medakin and this idea that they're going above their nature, and that makes Hashem in a sense say, you know what, you're going above your nature, I'm going to go above my nature, I'm going to go higher than Ishtashlis. So it doesn't mean that they're deserving it. Rather, it's amida kenegamida. Since you acted in a way that's above your nature, Hashem does the zelbazach. But you don't deserve it. Uh, because, again, whatever you went above your nature... It, that's not true bleakvul. It might be bleakvul relative to who you are, but it's not a true bleakvul. It's still limited. You did a bit more than you're, you're used to doing. And similarly, the idea of, of facing panim kinei upon you, facing the kainim, not staying behind them. So these are chanas that you do. So alzei yachachas hagemara dekshem shach on the birchas kainim bichtei lekabel ham shach del ma'ilam esed deshtalshes ein amaspika ha chanas hakainatzmai haynu gufa brachas shemavach ba'ava. So this is the proof of the Gemara, that just like by the preparations of the Yerchaz Kainim, in order to receive this Hamshach, which is higher than Ishtashos, it's not enough the preparations that the Kainim does himself. This itself, that he's blessing them, he's blessing them with love and the washing of the hands. Rather, there needs to be also a Chan, which comes because of the Makabal that he stands face to face. So he needs to do something. He needs to stand in front of them. He needs to show that he wants it. Um, so that works. Unless it's an oinus. Unless it's an oinus. Meaning that they're unable to come because they're Hamsha Bechayra Sandas. So we have such a rule, oinus Rahmane Patre. But um, discussed in R22, looking at the sources. But what's important is that by an oinus, when you're supposed to do something, and you can't do it because of an oinus, then Hashem considers as if you did it. So since they're supposed to stand in front of the kainim and show that they want it, but they're unable to stand in front of them because they can't. So therefore, since it's an oinus, Hashem considers as if you did stand in front of them. So the achana was there. So, So, same thing by davening. There needs to be an avayda which comes because of the person that's being davened for. So, and he needs to do something. Which, what does he do? He needs to show that he's, he has to be in shul. He shows that he's interested. But if he's standing outside of shul and he doesn't come in, that shows he doesn't want it. So therefore he's, therefore he's not doing his preparation. But the people which are in the fields, that's an oinus. They can't come in. And we have the rules that since it was an oinus, Hashem considers it as if they did their preparations. So therefore, since it's considered as if they did their preparations, therefore the tefillah will also be chal on them.
Amdam Yesh Lamer, Shraisa Gemar, he chazaka Yeser, Behim Makolshkin, it's on a mile in a Safes, Shiesh, Bebirchas Koinim, and Inyat Bilbehakim. He says, but we can say that the Rai of the Gemar is actually even stronger. It's a Kolshkin. Meaning, as if Birchas Koinim is only for the Am, the, the Am which is inside of the uh, Am Shabbasadis, and not for the people which are in the city that didn't come, so for sure, by Tfilah, that would be the case. So, Behakta. Zesha Shatz Meritzias Am Shibasadis, Dafka Kesh Yeshlem Tes Shreimimlai, Im Lab Nakshav Kiyachid, Veni Meritzias Ani, Eni Baki Vesa Am Shibasadis. Mashenki Birchas Kainim, Eni Gambi Ir, Ebesa Knesset, Shakulam Kainim, Adinu Shakulam Nesim Kapayim. He says, we find a very big difference between davening a shlich tzibur and the koinim. He says, shlich tzibur, he can only moitzi the people who aren't there, the amshab asadis, is only if there's at least nine people with him listening. Means a shlich tzibur can't just be in shul on his own, and the whole city is outside working in the fields. He needs to have at least nine people listening, and then when they're listening, he can be moitzi the rabbim, which are in the fields that were, or in Aynas, weren't able to come. Or, or the people who are, in, who are in shul, but they're not a baki. Right, but Masha'inka b'Birchas Kainim, if even if it's in a city or a shul which is all Kainim, they can still do Nisias Kapai. I, you don't have nine people listening in the shul because everyone's giving the bracha. So who's listening? So you have ten people. You need at least the ten people, of course, to do it. But you could have all be Kainim. So I, you don't have nine people listening to it. Doesn't matter. You can bless the people who are in the on Sabbaths. Hein, sheyashnu chilut b'Birchas Kainim l'Tefila. Meaning is like this. There's a very fundamental difference. By davening, what's the pshat you have shliach tzibur? Shliach tzibur means that he is the shliach for the tzibur for davening. So he, there's a group of people with him. And he is the representative um, for this group. But if you don't have a group, then he can't be a representative. There is no metzias of a shlich tzibur. Shlich tzibur means that he's representing those who are listening to him. And also the am shabbasadis. But if you don't have those nine people, then you're not a shlich tzibur. You're shlich, there, there is no tzibur. So you're nothing. You're just an individual who's davening. And you can daven for a lot other people too. You can have whoever you want in mind. But you don't have the idea that you're a shlich tzibur that actually is davening on behalf of the tzibur and being moitzi the tzibur and of course, uh, you know, being, your tefillah is being accepted and, and accomplishing that hashvah that should come into this world. The koyinim, the koyinim, they already are mitzias on their own. A koyin has the ability to, to give a bracha because the birchas because he's a koyin, so he can of course give that bracha. So even if there's nobody listening to him, I, you need to have a minion of 10 people. So that's a technical thing that in order to give a bracha, you need to have 10 people. But you don't need to have nine people who are listening in order to make him a metzius of a koyin. Like a shlich tzibur, if you don't have nine people listening, he's not even a shlich tzibur, it's garnished. A koyin, he doesn't have to have nine people listening to him in order to be the metzius of, of giving a bracha. Meaning is you don't need to have people who are being blessed who are right there listening in order for him to give the bracha. So you have all ten kainim, there's no one there listening to the bracha, but nonetheless, they can still give the bracha to the people who aren't even there. A shlich tzibur needs to have people listening so the tefillah should be chal on all of them, and also would include the people in the fields. But kainim, they don't need to have anyone actually listening to them. So we'll understand this um, with, with Hagdama. 
that there's a maila generally with a bracha over davening. So what's the generally the maila of a bracha? He says, Tfila is the idea of requesting. So when you request something, of course, that means there is no vadois, there's no certainty that your request will be fulfilled. Because it's not talo in you, you're asking, and the one who answers can say yes or no. It comes either an expression of a promise, sorry, in a command, or it comes as a promise. Meaning is, either way, what, what's basically being said is that the one giving the bracha is commanding Kivyachal that a certain hashpa should come to, to Pliny. So that's a very powerful idea. It's a vadois. Um, it's at least Misad the Mizbarach, as we already mentioned earlier. If the one who's getting the bracha is not a Kli, of course it's not going to work because it's just not a Kli. So the bracha might come down, but he's not a Kli in order to receive it. But Mitzad, the union of the bracha itself, the Anashmaz, is for sure going to, is there and it's for sure going to come down. The difference is, Tfilah, you're davening below, you're in this world, and you're mavakash, and you're davening to Hashem, that you should to you a certain Indian, to Pliny. The one who's giving the bracha is actually on a level which is higher than the source. That, that the bracha comes from, he's standing above the source. Therefore, when he's giving that command, uh, what, what's the idea? Because the tzaddik, he's on a higher level within Seder Shalashos than when the mocker of the bracha actually is. And therefore, he could command it um, to come. Because, uh, of course, because ultimately, every yid, a tzaddik, and really every yid, has a neshama within him. He's a chelika lakama mamam. He has a portion of Hashem within him, which is bligul, which is unlimited. So he has this power of a tzaddikim daimun lebayram. They have this power which is within them, which is higher than ishtalshalis, and therefore can control that which is within ishtalshalis. Meaning, so it's not creating anything new like davening, but since they have this bleak bugvul kayach within them, they're able to force things which are in ishtalshalis to happen. He says, this that we said earlier, the davening is higher than a bracha, that's regarding the source, which is being drawn below. A bracha can only be mashpia something which is in heshedr shtalshlos. But the Hashbah of Tefillah can come from something that's source which is higher than Ishtashas. But regarding to the person who's davening, the one who's making the bracha, it's the opposite actually. A mispalal, he's below from where the, the, the mucker of the Hashbah, he's below. He's davening for something to happen. He's in this world and he's davening the Hashem Shukri of Ratzin Chadash. So he's below the Hashbah, he can only request. Masha'in can a bracha, he's higher than the Hashbah, and therefore he can force it uh, to come down. So now we understand there's a maila in the birchas kainim because on one hand we're saying it's higher than ishtalshlos, on the other hand we're saying it's a bracha. That means you can, it, 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 he's above the source. Meaning is the koyen is higher than seder ishtalshlos, and he's higher than the source, uh, which is above a seder ishtalshlos, and at the same time. He's able to force that inyan to come. It's similar to the bracha of Hashem that we said earlier. That Hashem, of course, is higher than Seder Hashem, and therefore he could 
a make a rutzen chadash come into seder nishtalshus. Mash enkin by a regular bracha, um, the, the, a yid might have a chelik elakab, but he's within nishtalshus. He has a power while he's in this world to have this koyach ein soifi, but it only has an effect of inyanim which are within nishtalshus. Meaning, on one hand, the mocker that the it's coming from is higher than Ishtashlis, but nonetheless, the Torah calls it a bracha. Meaning is the Kayin who's giving the bracha is higher than this level. And therefore, he could affect and make it come down, and he commands it to come down. Nimsa shavshvi inyan hamadrega shemesham nimshachas hashba shavus birchas kainim etvila avadargus adam hispalil vakainim avarach sheinim hema shemispalil nimsa lamatam avakash sheyashpiyuchul vakainim avarach lamayla madrega gamba makar hashba shi makar hashba lamayla maseder hashdalshlus. So kumtachais that birchas kainim and tefila are the same. We're only regarding the source of where the hashba comes. But when we're talking about the person who's davening or the person or the coin who's giving the brach, they're not the same. A person who's davening is below, and he's davening and requesting that the hashba should come. But the coin is hacher from the hashba. He's higher. What is the source? It's higher than a That means the coin who's giving the brach is also higher than a shalshlus. Now we can understand what we were asking. Why does a shliach tzibah need nine people to hear his davening, and then it be, then he becomes mitziach mitziach? He has the power of the tzibur. Mashiachin a coin doesn't need the power of a tzibur uh, to be listening to his bracha. He says like this: He says. A shliach tzibur, he's below, he's in our world. Therefore, he needs a special nesinus koyach that he can daven and be moit to the rami dei chabasan and affect what needs to be affected. He's just an individual. How does he have this koyach to be mamshech ha'ashba, which is higher than ishtashlos? Therefore, he needs the other yidin. He has a group of ten. We know that explains in Hasidus, the maila of ten, um, which is, uh, you know, when Kolbe Asar Shkintasharius has an, a gvaldik maila, therefore, it's able to affect what it affects. But the koyach that's giving the bracha, he, he's already higher than Ishtashlis. Therefore, he doesn't need an Asinus Kayach Miyuchid of those who are listening to him, because he on his own is already higher than Ishtashlis. So, Vapi Kala now Tumtuch Biyaser Haychachas Agamar Birchaskain Latfila. Bimakolshkain. Ma Birchaskain Shakain of Mavarch ain't certain Asinus Kayach. Aim Pulam has Barch and Shanim Sais in Sain Basad. Kamakam the Amsha Kayakain in Machala Bracha. Now we understand it's even a kolshkin. By the birchas koinim, the koin doesn't need people to be listening. He doesn't need the koyach of the tzibur in order for his bracha to take effect. But nonetheless, we're saying that the koin, the, the, the people, in order for them to receive it, they need to be a kli. So if they're in the city and they don't come, they're not a kli, they can't get it. So for sure by a shliach tzibur that's davening, that he needs the koyach of the tzibur, meaning is the tzibur is important. The tzibur is what gives him his koyach. So you have a certain uh, uh, importance in order for this davening to take effect. And for sure, uh, also regarding, then for sure, if you're in a sense 
not showing up and you're not making yourself a kli, then for sure you will not be able to uh, get the hashpah that comes from this davening. You won't be able to be yetzir chiv. So vav. Now we can go back to the machlekes Rabbi Kiva, maybe Shmuel, why Rabbi Kiva says we need a bracha. We, we need a bracha to say that um, we need. Sorry, we need a pasuk, another pasuk. We need a we need the pasuk ani of our to teach us that Hashem is masking with the bracha of the kainim. And then he brings a second pasuk. Masha Kain, Rabbi Shmuel, he says it's obvious that when the kainim are giving a bracha, Hashem is agreeing. So the Pasuk of Aniyah Barachim is teaching us that the Kainim also get that same Bracha. So now we can understand the Machlechus. So according to this is understood. He says, if the Darg of the Kainim is higher than Ishtal Shusaloi, this idea that the coin is higher than Ishtalshlus and he's commanding in, a, commanding in the sense for this hashpah to come down, that this is what's totally the Malchoikis. Um, if you need a special bracha to say that Hashem agrees. He says, so explained earlier in base that this that the Kainim had the capability to draw down this new light, this new energy from higher than Ishtalshlus is because they're a Shliach of Hashem. So just like Hashem is not limited in any way, he's above Ishtalshlus and he command any Madriga, any Hashpat to come into Ishtalshlus, same thing the Kainim who are their Shluchim could do that. But this idea of being a shliach of Hashem, that could be in two ways. He says, He says, The bracha comes to a boss of Adam. A boss of Adam on his own, I mean, not as he, like yourself on your own. He doesn't have the koyach to draw down anything from higher than ishtashlus. Of course not, he's just a human being. So he needs a special koyach miyuchot, that this bracha should be able to draw down from higher than ishtashlus. Zoy samers, meaning, sh'av sh'mavarch b'shluchus se'shel kadosh baruch hu, b'kamak m'har kami darges efshulius b'shluchus. So he says, but even though you're a shliach, but we know, the Rebbe explains this many times, many different levels in shlichus. So depending on what level of a shlich you are, that's what type of capabilities you're going to have. So in short, it's explained that there's three levels of shlichus. The three levels of shlichus is, one level is that the, one, the shlich is literally the mishaleach. The second level is that you're not the mishaleach, but whatever you do is considered as if the mishaleach did it. So you're a different person, but what you do, that's like the mishaleach did it. The third level is, what you do is your, your own thing. But, the, the, but there's a, the Torah says that whatever you do also works for this other in, in person. Meaning is that what you're doing is really shaykh to you. But the Torah says, exerts the cost of it, made exerts that you did something, the person asked you to do it. So therefore, since he asked you, therefore, he's able to fulfill his obligation. So we see these three different levels. So this is really, there is not so clear which one's which, but Papashtas, that's just, uh, you know, to take it to an extreme, extreme, Rabbi Kiva would hold, like the third level, the lowest level, that you're a boss of Adam. You don't have the capabilities to draw down stuff which are, are higher than Ishtashlis. 
Rather, Hashem, you, Hashem, since Hashem commanded you to be a shliach and you fulfill a shlichus, therefore Hashem considers it as if Hashem makes that bracha. In a sense, Hashem is masking in yadcha. You make the bracha, and Hashem agrees to the bracha, and it's considered that Hashem uh, made that bracha. But we need a special pasuk for that, because your bracha on its own doesn't have that capability. You're a human being. But Hashem tells us in the Torah, gives us a special pasuk, says, I am... I'm going to be masking with you. It's going to be like as if I made that bracha itself. What does it mean as if Hashem made the bracha? That means it's in Gansen Hecha the Nishashah. So that would be Rabbi Kiva. Mashiach, Rabbi Shmuel, holds the highest level of Shlichas. That the Koyin is literally, uh, when Hashem gives the Koyin the command, it means literally the Koyin is Hashem, and therefore he has the capabilities as Hashem, and he can give the bracha himself. Therefore, you don't need another Pasuk to tell you that. Uh, that the Koyin's bracha will be able to matcha higher than Ishtashlis, because the Koyin, when Hashem gave the command to the Koyin, he's a shliach, so he automatically has that capabilities. So it's fascinating. Both of them are agreeing that this person is a Koyin, is, is a shliach. It's just the machlekes is, what level of shliach are they? If they're one level of a shliach, then they need a pasik to say that Hashem also gives them that, uh, that energy. Well, on another level of shliachas, they're going to say, oh, you're shlichus, you're literally mashleach. So, of course, you have the capability to accomplish what needs to be accomplished. So, v'gam, b'erchas k'inim yesh leimer. She'en k'ish u'kadosh baruch shal k'adosh baruch misiachin, misatzim im b'erchas basa v'dam. V'yesh pratim sh'migbalas b'hem k'may b'erchas basa v'dam. V'tzarech liyaz k'ech m'yuchat sh'gam b'erchazu t'yar b'erchas sh'kadosh baruch hu. So, by b'erchas k'inim, we can say the same thing. That it's not that the k'ayach of Hashem becomes totally unified and one, with the bracha of the person. Therefore, there are details in this bracha that are limited, just like a bracha of a bracha, a bracha of Therefore, there needs to be a special kayach that comes from Hashem, that it should be a bracha seshel kadosh bracha. Base. Bekevin, that would be Rabbi Kiva. And this, of course, would be Rabbi Shmuel. Bekevin, sheyisazayis in Birchas Akayin, Umela Darkas Kain Atsa Beisa Brachi, Lamailim in Hishtashlus. Actually, it seems like the second level, not like the highest level, but I'm not 100% sure. He says that since you're coming from the Koyach, your Shlichus of Hashem, therefore the act of the Shliach is Misyaches to the Meshalech. Meaning is, the Bracha has the Koyach of, of, to be Mamsha higher than Hishtashlus. Zaysamer said, the Koyach of Hashem is Misatsim with the Birchas Akayin. Therefore, the Dargas Akoyin itself, Be'es Abracha, is, is higher than Ishtashlis. So, it could be, you know, the easiest way is just to say it's the first level, because if you're saying that the Mela Dargas Akoyin, the Darg of the Koyin himself, is on the highest level, that would be Mashma, the highest Madrega. But the other way that he's saying it, that the Koyach of Hashem is Mis'asad in the Birchas Akoyin, that sounds more like the second way, that it's the acts of the Koyin, in a sense, the acts of a Shliach, as, as if the Mishaleach did it, as if the energy of the Mishaleach did it himself. Maybe the Rebbe is trying to hint that really according to the second or third way, it would work. The idea is that the bracha that the Kayin has, either because it's as if Hashem did it, or it's because the Kayin himself is as if he's in the place of Hashem, and therefore he has the capability on his own, the idea is that it would work. So, V'yesh Leimar, Shaladas Rebbe Kiva, B'yuchas Kayinim, Mitzad Atzmei, B'yuchas so 
Zehu appears to Hakadosh Baruch Hu maskim liyadim. So according to Bikiba, the birchos came on on their own is a bracha of a bas v'adam like the first way. Therefore, we need to have a special bracha that Hashem agrees, meaning is that there's a special kayach from Hashem that the bracha will be a bracha of Hashem, which is hacher and shdalshlus. This is the idea that Hashem is maskim aliyadim, meaning is it's the bas v'adam that's doing it, but Hashem is being maskim making a gazer that what He does is going to have that same effect. So it's not something which is natural that the, this bracha of the kayim will be able to be mashrechai than ishtashlis. It's a koyach that Hashem's putting it in. Not mitzad that he's a shliach. Uh, it's mitzad that he's a shliach, but only mitzad that Hashem said that this shluchus should be considered as, as if it has the power of Hashem in the bracha. Mashenkim yibishma, who's the mekayhani. Who helps and makes greater the power of the Kainim. His das is that the the Baruch of the Kainim itself has this capability. And you don't need a Kram Yuchad. You don't need a special Baruch because according to Rabbi Shmuel, he's saying is the Kain is the Makim HaMeshaleach. So if you're Makim HaMeshaleach, you don't need another Pasek to tell you that Hashem agrees because you don't, it doesn't in a sense matter. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. It's Automatically, Hashem's agreement. Once you're a shliach, you are. Um, you, once you're a shliach, that means Hashem, you are in the mock and the shliach. Rabbi Kiva saying is there's A, you're a shliach, but then you need a second thing to say that this, what the shliach does, will have the capabilities and, and the power of the mishaleach. Once you say you're a shliach, you automatically have the capabilities of the mishaleach. Another way of saying it is that how they are in its source, which is is completely given over to the bailus of the kainim, and it does not need any type of askama nisafas. When Hashem made them a shliach, He gave them complete control. He says, You are literally my agent, you are literally, literally in my place. According to this, we could also understand Regarding the second point, that the bracha of the kainim, what's the pasuk do we learn uh, that the kainim also get a bracha, and what's the maila specifically of Bishmals? He says, and this explains also the nachkamina between the different levels of shlucha. So in Rebbeisav Engel, which is quoted in 27, he gives many nachkaminas lalacha between how you learn shluchas between these three ways. But now we're going to see also nachkamina right here. He says, according to Bekiva, he's saying is. Be'etzem, the bracha that the koin is given is his own bracha. But there's a gzeris akasav that Hashem is masking and gives that bracha a special power. So Bepayel, your bracha is just a regular bracha, but Hashem gives it extra power afterwards. So therefore, since your bracha on its own um, is just a regular bracha, so the bracha that you receive will also be a bracha of a Tashlis. Therefore, the pasuk that's being brought is meaning is I will bless those who bless you. Meaning is it's it's because of your blessing. You, you're like anybody else. I give even a non coin who gives someone else a bracha. Hashem gives them a bracha too. So your power, the power of the coin on his own, is really like anybody else. So the bracha that he gives 
which is Mesiaches to him, is a regular bracha. Therefore, the outcome, what he gets, is also regular bracha. But according to Rishmol, the bracha of the Koyanim is Be'etzim Gans Hechad in the Therefore, he's being Magdil and he's making greater also the bracha that the Koyanim themselves are getting. And therefore, when it says Ba'anir Barachim, it's going the Koyanim, since the Koyanim, uh, the bracha that they're giving is Hechad in the so we can't learn out from the regular pasavar varchum of our hachal because that's talking about a regular bracha. This isn't a regular bracha. This is the special birchas kainim which is hachal and shdalshlos. Therefore, we have a special bracha vani varchem that at muslim husis bracha is giving the bracha to the kainim that the bracha that they receive will be the same thing that they gave. Metamza gufa muvan lama ima furish because of our varcha mavarchacha varvarcha mavarchacha tevesani ki a bracha nol medal pasazay bichinisay dalshlos. Uh, according to Rabbi Akiva, that it's a regular bracha, therefore it's not going to be a Rather, it's like a regular bracha. You give a bracha to that you'll also be blessed. And that's why it doesn't say beforeish in the passage of Ani. Meaning, is even though the bracha, of course, comes from Hashem, but it's not going to be on the same level. Both levels are from Hashem. But when it says when it says that means it's coming from but when it's hidden, it's talking about the level of Hashem, the Tevasani is hidden, it's hidden in the word, that means it's a level of a bracha that Hashem is giving that to us, which is Mulubash and Seder Shtashos. Meaning is, it's not going to be Mamshech Anayam Shacha, just the Birchas Koinim is Mamshech Anayam Shacha, higher than Shtashos. So the Aniyah Baruchim is also going to do that. Masha Enkin, the bracha that comes from Arvar, Arvarcha. I will bless those who bless you, will only be like a regular bracha, that it will be mamshich a darga, which is already in the mocker. So this that you already were supposed to get, but for whatever reason there is an ikuv, Hashem will make sure that it comes down. And that's what he says in R34, lahar me'achilu kamshach, ayde ma'avir ayde yislapshos. Explain the chassidus, that there's two types of mashachos that come into the world. There's one that comes through like a ma'avir, meaning it comes directly. When there's another one, it, it's malubish, it hides itself within the world. For example, when... I, if I tell you to write down a, a, a sentence, so you write down those, that sentence, that idea is being translated into the Pasuk without any type of uh, changes. My words are being put onto the, uh, the parchment exactly as I requested. If I say, say it in your own words, explain it as you would understand, and then you put it into a mashal and you change it, that would be mislapshus. My idea is already being, in a sense, hidden and transformed and maybe more accessible to other people by the way how you're writing it. It'll be definitely more accessible to you. That's why you're writing it that way and also maybe for other people. So it's being more accessible. It's more being more hidden. And that would be the idea of Islam